0: Now I believed in the plan I had crafted, but knew that its success depended on time and finance. I had to literally buy enough time to reach all these goals that I just laid out. Now our wedding, honeymoons, both to Maui, debt, exit from the charter school world, and entry into my first sabbatical were all financed by the sale of a retained asset from the first company I helped to start. Now, I'll tell you that story another time. Now, I negotiated that sale myself with representatives from a foreign country and learned a lot from the process. And I was able to do it because your mama believed that I could. Boy, that helped me believe that I could. It really did. We weren't married yet. We were uh, about to become engaged, and I told her what was going on, and told her what I wanted to do, and she said, hey, well, I believe in you. That means a lot. So anyway, this was a well-timed blessing that allowed me to leave my charter school job. Now, after that departure, my first sabbatical project was to direct our wedding. Your mother confided that the wedding process was kind of overwhelming, overwhelming enough to make her settle for a simple justice of the peace ceremony. Now, I knew that most of the wedding details were over my head, but knowing that I didn't know, that probably made me the right choice. I was not going to complicate it because I didn't know what I was doing in the first place. I focused on my strengths, process, finance, production. And then I hired excellent people to help, and then I managed and paid them. That was my management approach. I led the process from behind the scenes. That's a very familiar and comfortable position for me. Whenever we met with service providers about the venue, the menu, invitations, flowers, music, pictures, all the overwhelming details, I kept my mouth shut. Until your mother deferred to me. Sometimes she would do it overtly. Let's ask my husband. Or she would just look at me like, "Get this, baby." That, that totally worked, and it showed me that me and your mom worked quite well together, which is a good thing. About to get married. In a situation where I experienced care, concern, respect, and support from my partner. That made me feel good. That was new territory for me. That made it so much easier to relax and succeed. Gave me a little clue there. i got to find a way to rinse this and repeat. Because our wedding was one of the greatest days of my life. Maybe my signature project out of many projects. Knowing that it was also my most successful, positive, uplifting project experience, that was a very big bonus, aside from getting to marry your mom. Now, after our honeymoon, I enrolled in this one-week course to become a registered mediator, one of my goals. First class showed me that practicing mediation may not present me with any long-term financial opportunity. Now, I did learn a lot, though, about the role of control in conflicts. I learned how important self-control was, both in peacemaking and peacekeeping. I learned that my real role as mediator was to model self-control for the two conflicting parties. This would require me to pay attention to each conflicts balance of power by understanding relative advantages in resources, interests, communication, and expertise. They call that the RICE model of power. Mediation made me an equalizer not a neutral but rather a neutralizing authority who balanced the power wherever deficits existed now this notion would become a powerful lifelong guide the writing and speaking are my passions as are teaching and learning I developed a lot of original content while I was teaching. Stuff like projects, games, ebooks, how-to guides, crossword puzzles, problem sets, proposals, all that kind of stuff. So I began to publish these items on my blog. Nobody paid much attention to any of it because nobody pays attention to my blog. Then one day while I'm watching the news, Right? I learned about TeachersPayTeachers.com. is a website that linked the buyers and sellers of education materials. It was the eBay for lesson plans. The site publisher's effort made so much sense as a teacher, especially a teacher in the charter school world. It sounded too good to be true. I reviewed the site and immediately noticed that there weren't a lot of people that looked like me, and there also weren't a lot of people that were create content for my grade levels, high school. At this point in my life, it's a common theme that nobody looks like or even thinks like me. So, I moved forward. Started publishing our entire teaching and learning catalog there. Look out. I had converted my writing, creativity, and problem solving into product that I could sell. Now I had the opportunity to sell it. Success is where preparation meets opportunity. Now, to date, sold about 750 of our publications. Then there are plenty of other people who have sold many, many more, right? But I celebrate my progress and I embrace my process. It's not going to be the same as anybody else's. I love music, any kind of music. Now I'm a trained saxophone player, but I'm neither the best nor the worst. That's my sly way of saying it. I'm probably a little mediocre now. I learned how to use computer-based synthesizers to produce music tracks. Smartest thing I ever did, accepting my musical limitation and. Turning that weakness into a strength. I ain't the best or worst keyboardist in the world either, though, so using the synthesizer, I struggle with that. But my real talents are listening. I have a pretty keen and sensitive ear and feeling. I'm an emotional and sensitive person, so I I feel something that is good. And then researching. I know how to find stuff. That may be the greatest of all of those talents. I know how to find stuff. Like for real. Now I can hear a note. I can't tell you what the note is. A beat, melody, groove. And I feel it when it strikes a chord with my soul. Again, I may not know the chord's name. I may not know how to play it but I know that I like it and then I know how to find a similar sound in my library or find the sound and put it in my library and my library is big. Awareness of your limitations is a strength. It influences you to focus on your real strengths. Now using royalty-free samples was my best path to music creation productivity. So I decided to follow it. Now, that way I could create sounds similar to the ones that I heard and really felt and could then go out there and find. I could layer them into new rich compositions. I could organize them according to mood and tempo. And Then one day I could write lyrics and record my own songs all in my home studio which I happen to be sitting in now. Many years ago though I had to accept that this would all happen in due time and season. I had written many poems but I had great difficulty writing songs. I wrote freely and I liked to rhyme sometimes, but I didn't pay a lot of attention to meter and phrasing. I just said what I had to say in however many words. Whatever rhythm applied, that's just what the rhythm was. I wrote my first song, it was called Old School, back in 2010 to express what I had suppressed during my charter school days. I just pushed the button and let loose. It was horrible, horrible. I smile when I read the lyrics now, and I even cringe a little bit. Let's say that they were not lyrics of hope, healing, and change. Failure, though, is the womb of success. So writing that bad song helped me realize how to write a good song through the power of revision and editing. A great lesson. Simply put, If your first draft is full of pain, then you gotta fill the second draft with hope. First draft full of anger, second draft full of healing. First draft full of status quo frustration, second draft has to be filled with change. Now though I knew now how to write a good song, still didn't have one in my heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, The mouth speaks. The hand writes. I still had a lot of healing to do. Remember the awareness of limitations is a strength. Now this time, that awareness might have prevented me from writing a lot more bad songs. In my younger days, I also studied movies and filmmaking, especially screenwriting. Now, I wanted to make my own movies, but I thought it took too long and required too much. Video cameras, huge, too big, they're cumbersome. Now, film cameras took too much work and money to get hard copy pictures, scanners, movie making software, all that stuff cost too much, way out of my league, out of my budget. Then, I got a client to buy me a $400 digital camera and a $500 CD burner in exchange for doing some extra work. Shout out to the Enterprise Foundation. When that deal worked, figured I figured I'd better try this thing again. Got another client to buy me two Sony Digi8 video cameras, tripod, some Radio Shack wireless microphones. Shout out to Georgia Tech. Then somebody left a broken Dell computer on my apartment doorstep. That happened to me more than I can even relate to you. Now this one was brand new. This is easily the best one that had ever been left on my doorstep, but it had been struck by lightning. Matter of fact, you could smell the lightning. But like lightning, but it was like, you know, the stuff that it had burned inside the computer. As I walked up the steps to my door, I could smell it. I fixed it. Good as new. A few days after that, I found this little device called the ADS Instant DVD. A little box that would convert VHS videotapes to a digital format that you could then edit into a movie. Hmm. That also contained a limited version of Ulead Video Studio 5 that I could use to make movies and DVDs. I'm dating myself, but this was all 2003, 2004, somewhere in there. These finds gave me the tools to get started. Now like getting married to your mom, that gave me the inspiration. The buying wedding photos and videos with unlimited digital reuse rights gave me beautiful content. Shout out to Craig Oberst. Now I crafted that content into enough beautiful stories to realize I had found my storytelling voice. That helped me stop trying to make Blockbuster films that everybody would want to see. Instead, I started telling the stories of my heart. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, the hand writes, and the eye perceives. My films feature people, virtues, and ideas that I love. Now, inspiration elevates and energizes. It turns work into the most joyful form of play.